0: Today, in the Attorney Career Advice podcast with Harrison Barnes,
1: find reasons to move firms all the time. Associates find when you're getting a big salary in a profession, what's going to do is lead you in a bad direction. This is business; they have to immediately let people go. So we're going to get started. This particular webinar, I think, is a very important one. It's uh, something uh, that we'll talk about reasons not just now, but throughout your career that you may start looking for another job. And reasons that those are actually wrong reasons, because many times people start looking for a job when it's actually probably the dumbest thing they could do. And as a a recruiter and someone that makes money placing people in jobs or selling people access to jobs, like on Law Crossing, this may seem like something that I shouldn't talk about, but I'm at a stage in my career where it doesn't really matter if you want to look for a job for me or not. Um, it's just how it is. This is what I'm going to talk about today. What I'm going to talk about are the mistakes that people make when they decide to search for a job and the reasons those are wrong. And, and if you are making these mistakes, you'll probably make them again and again. And it can negatively affect your ability to have a good legal career. Very important topic. Pretty excited to talk about it because I think it can help you. It can help almost every attorney. In the thing about moving firms is attorneys and partners Find reasons to move firms all the time. Associates find reasons to move firms. Everybody finds reasons to move firms, but many times the reasons for moving firms are actually wrong. It's more about them than the person that they're mad about. Most of your problems, and frankly, whether it's here or in in life, have more to do with you and your decisions and taking accountability for things then it may have to do with the other person. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, of course, there are great reasons for switching firms, and I've covered those in previous webinars, I believe. But this is really the dark side of why you should stay at your firm in different for different reasons. One thing, too, that's important now, too, is that this is a slow legal market. It's not doing anywhere near as well as it was a couple of years ago. So there's actually one big argument to be made that unless your firm is really slowing down you think you're going to lose your job, you're much better off in a place that's safe than one that may not be in the future. So it's the double versus the one you don't. This is a live webinar. And what that means is it means that I will be taking questions at the end. As we're going along, if you have any questions, you can enter them in the Q&A. So they may be about specific points I'm talking about. A lot of times people at the end of the webinar will add in just general career questions and i'm happy to answer those too so these webinars i'm happy to take as much time as you like to answer questions during the course of the webinar again this is a from my opinion a, a very important topic and i uh, encourage you to hopefully take notes and learn about it so attorneys are always thinking and law firm attorneys about switching positions and there are a lot of reasons uh, to search but i would say Fifty percent of the time, many attorneys are searching for new positions for the wrong reasons. And if you're unhappy, it's generally not where you work. Not generally not about where you're working. It's more often about you and how you think about the world and your position. And so that's what we're going to talk about today: is how are you thinking about you? And um, based on the way you think about yourself, can make. difference. So I would say one of the biggest reasons that people look for jobs, and I frankly uh, understand this reason quite a bit, is you may be compensated as well as you want, but you feel unappreciated. And this is especially the case used to be for millennials, is millennials were always told how great they were. And then they got into law firms and it was the opposite. and, And so they didn't, they weren't happy. And a lot of times partners I talk to all the time When they want to move, they feel like the firm doesn't appreciate them either. They can go to another firm and make more money, or they can go to another firm and take clients with them or take give clients lower billing rates or whatever. And so they feel like they're giving away a lot of the fees they collect to support unproductive partners and also associates. So they feel unappreciated. Senior associates often feel unappreciated because even though they're making very good livings, they may feel unappreciated because they're not partners. Junior associates feel unappreciated because they may think there's too much work or because they're given busy work, which most juniors who else is supposed to do it? They, they feel appreciated for that. And the point is, is that just as society, if you work anywhere or you start your own business, society is not warm and fuzzy for people trying to start their own businesses. And law firms are not warm and fuzzy either. It's just how employers are. So I go to law firm lobbies all the time and I go to funerals. And I would say that at funerals, which are very depressing places, people are obviously much nicer. They hug, and they and obviously a funeral home is can be more welcoming than a law firm. But when you go into law firms, most of the time you're not hearing a lot of laughter. People are competitive with each other. Partners are competitive with other partners. Associates are competitive with other associates. Everybody's competitive, and they're under a lot of stress. And that's what the job. That's why they pay. The job pays a lot of money is because of the stress. And people may smile when they see each other in a funeral home, but a lot of attorneys aren't really smiling at each other inside of law firms. And um, many times there's uh, a lot of competitive pressure between different partners and law firms. And <clears throat> excuse me, they um, they just don't even smile at each other. Uh, associates may not smile at each other. Partners may not smile at each other. And it's often rare uh, for uh, an associate to hear uh, what sounds like a genuine thank you for doing a good job uh, because they just don't. And this is just how it works. And and, and in almost all cases, it's not going to change by going to another law firm. Sometimes people think, oh, it's going to change because I have this big firm pedigree or I went to this great law school and people are going to really think highly of me if I go to this other great firm. And that's just not the case. You're expected that it's going to be the same thing. Even if you think you have a really good background, it's going to be the exact same thing. And in the few decades I've been doing this job, one of the more interesting things I've seen is watching talented attorneys with top credentials being upset because they're not treated as special people by law firms just because of their great credentials. And that just doesn't happen. Once you're in a law firm, your job is to compete with other attorneys and do the best you can. Uh, And those credentials are something that got you in the door and give you the right to do the work, but they're not gonna, they don't really matter. Law firms want you to be smart, Motivate and look good to clients. They like it when you have good credentials, but they're not paying you for the credentials. They're paying you to be there and do the work. And so regardless of your level, you have to remember that law firms are employers and, and you're working for them and, and, and they have all sorts of stresses of their own. Their stresses include getting clients to pay, paying staff, getting preventing partners from leaving, replacing associates that are leaving, partners, staff suing them, all sorts of issues, getting work done, so the law firms, honestly, do not have the time to appreciate you. That's not why they're there. They're there, and the appreciation you're going to receive is a paycheck, your bonus, and frankly, the right to work there. If you're working at a big law firm and getting to work on behalf of big clients, you're learning a lot. If you're working at a small law firm and doing workers' compensation or personal injury, you can get that experience too. And you can change that experience and start a huge business if you want with it. You're getting the training and experience and the right to work someplace. That's it. And if you don't feel appreciated because you're getting experience in a certain practice area, or you're learning how to be an attorney, or you're getting paid, then whatever, then that's, you don't have to feel appreciated. The appreciation is getting the experience. And so These things, we're learning that you're getting paid, you're getting experience, and uh, you have the right to work somewhere is a huge show of appreciation. And uh, it's something that a lot of people take for granted. And when it's not there... You will miss it so let me just tell you something that happens all the time if i get these calls i don't take these calls really much because i because they're just painful but we get this calls all the time every day of the week constantly we'll have uh, attorneys that are 15 years out of law school 20 years out of law school and maybe started a great firm and left and then or a small firm it doesn't really matter left and then went and did something else they went to work Government, they went in house, they, you know, and then they come back and they say, Wow, I would be more than happy to go back and work in a firm as a first year associate. I can't believe how much these jobs pay now. So think about that. If you start out in a big firm and you're making all this money, in 15 years, you will probably be more than willing to go back and make that big salary again. This happens the majority of the time to attorneys that leave these big law firms or even mid sized law firms and make all this money. Because in the real world, you don't get paid this much money. You also don't get that experience. If you go to work in-house, you're just gonna get most of the time a variety of experience. You go work in the government, it's the same thing. So these are all important things to think about. You're appreciated by being there and having a job.
0: Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not gonna find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, Which only lists jobs that companies pay to post. We include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today.
1: So, a lot of times people believe because there's too much, they say there's too much work. I'm being overworked. This is horrible. This is a very common complaint. It's extremely common. It's more common, by the way, among junior and mid-level associates than it is senior associates and partners. But the law law firm runs, the the entire law firm wouldn't run uh, unless it had associates bill as many hours as possible in exchange for a fixed salary. How do you think hospitals and stuff make money? They make money by having residents and other people work pretty much for free at least in the law firm, you're getting a big salary in the profession, and that's just how it works. Law firms of all sizes function to the extent that you expel more hours to them than you're paid. That's just how it works. And in exchange, you will be considered for partner, and that's just how uh, it is. Their job is to make as much profit as they can off of your work, just as it is in a hospital, just as it is in our apprentice system. Germany has apprentice systems for craftsmen. Every... Possible place in the world that trains a professional does so in exchange for paying them less money and turning them into profit centers. In a law firm, it typically takes about five years uh, for an attorney to become competent. It's like the 10,000 hour rule. I think that there was a Malcolm Gladwell who wrote a book about it where it took about 10,000 hours for musicians and everyone to learn what they're doing. It's the same thing in the practice of law. You have what would be a big jump, like your first year where you learn a lot. Your second year, it's a little bit less. Your third year, it's a little bit less. But the more time goes on, you start learning more and more things. Client relations, getting business, more sophisticated approach to legal problems. And and again, if you're if you have the, the um, bless, if you're blessed to be at a any at a large firm and get paid that much during your apprentice time, that's awesome. If you are at a small firm and getting trained by one attorney or two attorneys during that time, that is awesome. It's a very good. A financial transaction for you. The more work you get, by the way, the more proficient you're going to become. You don't learn how to be an attorney in law school. You learn how to take the bar exam and then everything else you have to do after that is all learned on the job. But You have to have experience. You have to have clients. And starting a new firm because there's too much work is ridiculous. You're getting trained and paid to be somewhere. So why would you switch because there's too much work? Too much work means that the firm is successful, and that there's an opportunity for advancement. If you can figure out how to endure these stresses that come from transitioning to a pupil to a trained attorney, then that's great. Now, I am not saying that, that you need to be someplace where you're working 3,000 hours a year and going insane. That's just not a good option. Law firms know that if they give you too much work, you're going to leave. So I'm not talking about spending all night in the law firm seven days a week, you need to set your own limits. And the problem is a lot of attorneys are very impressionable and don't set limits. So you need to set limits for what you're going to do with your time. And that means that you should not think that if you need Saturdays off or you need a half day on Sunday, or you even need Sundays off, you set those limits. Because if you don't set those limits, no one's going to do it for you. So you have to learn how to set your own limits and not get taken advantage of so you can stay sane and you have something to give. But the first five years are really a learning experience. The the other thing is that when you, if you look at doctors, they sleep in the hospital, they sleep in closets and things when they're learning because that's just how it is. And the more work you do, the more confident you're going to be. You're going to see all sorts of connections that other people want to see. You're just going to come, your brain's going to change. You're going to learn how to do all this stuff. And if you leave the law firm and go in-house or to the government or something, which would be completely crazy during that time, then you're never going to learn how to practice law and you're going to be dependent, you're just going to stop at at one point and not ever move. One of the things, too, I just want to say about going in-house, this is a dream of all young attorneys. If you go in-house and you want to work for a big company, most of the time, if a big company wants a general counsel, they're going to hire a partner out of a law firm, preferably a large one, but not always. They're not going to hire a second year associate and expect that person to advance. They're gonna hire someone with very sophisticated legal skills. So leaving is not a good experience, not a good idea if you want to be a successful in-house attorney. It's incredible. Leaving a good job where you're getting trained would be like getting a medical degree and never doing a residency and learning what it takes to be a doctor. Young doctors are worked hard mainly because they make the firm, the hospitals money, but they're also work very hard because they're expected to be competent. They're tired when they're overworked, all that sort of thing. It's the same thing with practicing law. So if you leave early because there's too much work, it's likely to go to waste. And and the whole thing is your job when you're young is to make older attorneys as much money as possible and, and help the law firm survive. And so you should never leave a firm just because there's too much work and it gives you too much to do, especially when you're young. Now, if you're not paid for that work and you're paid one third of what your colleagues are at a similar firm during that time, then yeah, maybe you think about it or even half or or even closer to 60, 70%. But uh, the firm, you need to get the experience. And the presence of a lot of work just means there's a lot of opportunity for advancement and the firm is doing something right. And lots of work also means you have job security. No law firm. When I was at my first law firm, they had so much work, that they never gave reviews. They just, they were like, we are not going to touch this. And because they needed people, everyone had job security. No one would lose their job unless they did something just completely incredible. Never be unhappy that there, there's a lot of work. Now, again, there are reasons to leave if there's a lot of work and you can go someplace else better. I just want to cover those real quickly. One reason would be that there's not enough that you could work on potentially much more sophisticated work in your practice area. Get, get better experience and exposure to larger clients. So there are some reasons for it. But in general, getting trained during your first five years is very important. Too much work is not a good idea to leave. Also, the more work there is, this is just very important to understand, the more opportunity you have to make partner. Because if the firm has a lot of work, they're also going to have a lot of work for senior people probably. And those senior people, um, they're going to need to be partners if they're going to keep them around. And if we're working hard, it's just something to think about. Um, Another reason that people leave is because they say morale is low. And I hear this all the time. I hear this from uh, attorneys that are working in 2,000-person law firms saying the morale is low and everyone's unhappy. Of course, this is really how every law firm is. Um, Morale is low in most law firms. Morale is affected when people leave. Morale is affected um, when there are rational and mean partners, which there are at almost every firm. Uh, Morale is low when someone's friend or colleague gets fired. Uh, Morale is low when the law firm loses a lot of work and clients are lost, when cases are lost, when people don't make partner, when there are layoffs, and when there's too much work. Morale is low uh, for a lot of reasons. And uh, sometimes uh, law firms will have bad news in the press. Every law firm, by the way, gets hit by the press and bad things said about it. The larger the law firm, the more often uh, these things occur that's just how it is and you shouldn't worry about it sometimes bonuses are lower than they than people believe they should be and that's not a reason to leave either sometimes your bonuses are lower than they are to compet- uh, peer firms sometimes your salary is a little bit lower uh when there's raises at different firms all this stuff happens and sometimes uh the morale is low and the economy is hot and it's low when it's cold. And there's very few times in almost all law firms, morale is high. Everyone is competing with each other for work. Everyone is competing for favor with different types of people. So, of course, morale is going to be low. There's some law firms where the firm does an excellent job of keeping morale high. Most of the time, these are smaller firms, but in this exception is really the norm. And you know that it's, it's not the norm. And morale is almost always going to be low. Wherever you work, you have to understand that morale is low. It's not It's just the nature of law firms. Now, there are law firms that people are very proud of because they're growing. There are law firms that are very proud of because of the brand. Uh, But the idea is uh, that most law firms, uh, it's just how the business model works. They hire young people, they work them very hard, and then they replace them when they leave or get fired. It's just how it works. Um, People make partner, and then many times they don't have business. And unless they get business, they're let go, And that's just how it works. Partners with business are often not paid uh, what they feel like they deserve, and they leave. And that affects morale. Um, Sometimes they take uh, a lot of associates with them. And there's just constant cycles that ensure that morale is always going to be low in a law firm. And the solution is not to look for a new job. It's to learn how to be happy in that environment. That's it. So you have to realize that you, you you can look at the good in any environment, or you can look at the bad and people always want to look for the bad you need to put your mind in a place where this stuff just bounces off you and you concentrate on what's good for you and i'll just tell you here personally like at bcg for example like we used to hire people and some people we hired had been at their last firm or employer for eight years or six years and things like that and others have been at their last employer for one year or for eight months or two years. The people that were at the firms for eight months and two years always left within eight months or two years. And when they left, they said, oh, things are changing. We don't like it and this sort of thing. And the people that were at their last employer for eight years came to our firm and stayed there eight years or, or 10 years. It's just certain people will see the world in different ways. And most people that stay eight years and six years and things all did well. And they did well because they committed and they didn't let this stuff bother them. Uh, a lot of times people will say others are leaving and you decide to look at what look as well. Okay, so if you're in an office with 200 people and people are leaving, that's pretty much normal. It's just how it works. So this is stupid here, but there's a man and he's actually no longer alive. He had an overdose but and someone you know but I'm, and this man I knows is very wealthy and has been married a few times and and he controls his tro- trophy wife and basically dictates who she can associate with. And, and so, he had a few failed marriages, actually, no, one failed marriage before, maybe we had one failed marriage. And he realized that if his wife, actually, anyway, it doesn't matter, but he realized that if his wife started associating with women who were unhappy in their marriages and complaining all the time about their husbands, then his wife would start doing the same. And most of those women that were doing that ended up getting divorced. And so, he basically concluded that if, if my wife is associating with people uh, and this is a very successful businessman, like someone that it's not important to get into, but he made a lot of money, I mean, tens of millions, not more in business and, and a business thing started and he had all these kind of things. And so he realized that happen- unhappiness is contagious and people will basically, if it's a race to the bottom where everyone's unhappy, that's what we'll do. If it's not, we'll do something opposite. He witnessed this with his previous wives, with friends of his and their wives as well. And he's been happily married for 15 years or was before he died. And credits is to making sure he and his wife spend their time with people that are happy in their marriages. And I think that's a good rule. You spend your time at work with people that are happy with your job. You spend your time at work with people that have figured out how to make things work when others don't. Because unhappiness, stress, and all these negative emotions are contagious. And if others in your firm start looking for jobs they're going to look for your approval. You start doing the same as well. People become like those around them. I remember when I joined my second firm, I made friends with this woman that, and I was in a relationship at the time, so I was just friends with her. But she, when I got there, she was stopping by my office. I was saying how great the firm was and how great her job was. And then gradually over time, it started when she would stop by, she would just talk about how horrible the place was. And I'd be like, I, I don't want to be part of this conversation. I'm trying to succeed and do well here. And she got very mad. She said, somebody will realize how bad of a place it is and and that sort of thing. And then she left and went to another firm, did the same thing, and then ended up trying to sell her, have her own practice. And that didn't work out. And then she it's just, this is how people are. The law firm model is just built built on constant destruction and renewal. And this is just how it works. And so due to this, and there's always going to be people leaving and looking for jobs all the time. Uh, because they're unhappy and and if that suits you being around those unhappy people it's depressing negativity is not good for you it hurts your career there's no point to being part of it it's all it's going to do is lead you in a bad direction and if that's where you want to go that's fine but you're going to throw away your career if you spend your time with these people it's just and it's very easy to spend your time with these people
0: do you want to grow your legal career Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today.
1: Drug users, if you use drugs, you will find drug users and be friends with them. This is just how it works. If you're negative, you will find other people that are negative. If all you're doing is you're on the way up, you will find other people that are on the way up and be close to them. It's just how it works. The best response is not get psyched out by people leaving your law firm. But instead you just realize that this is part of the cycle and you want to stay around positive people because if you stay around positive people it's going to roll up it's going to rub off on you people are tribal animals they want to follow what others are doing and you shouldn't care what others are doing you should put your head down and get to work and even associating closely with people on the way out uh, can hurt you if you're seen as taking their side it's just how it works so if you're seen with negative people and the law firm realizes that these are your friends and these are the people you spend time with, but the law firm's going to think you're part of the same thing as well. You need to be very careful and you should be friends and close to people that are doing not those who are not. So this is very common. People get a poor review and not praised by the law firm or you've gotten them in the past. I want to be clear something. If you go to law school, you probably were a good student or, or at least enough enthusiastic to get into college. You probably did better than average, if not extraordinarily well in college and were Praise for your work. You probably did okay in law school, if not better, passed the bar. And so you wound up in a law firm, which is very hard to do and takes a lot of work. All along the way, you were praised for passing the bar, for going to law school, for all these things and getting all this positive feedback. But no one actually took you and broke you like you would break a racehorse and make you learn how to work for others and, and do all these things. It's just never happened. So you sometimes you may have been in another job, you may have been an entrepreneur, you may have worked doing something else and, and gotten positive feedback. But a law firm uh, is about breaking you in and making you an attorney. It was interesting that I was in a law firm as a summer associate in New York, and, and I billed maybe 35 hours a week. There was a major recession at the time. It was like in the mid 1990s, and things were not going well in most law firms in New York. And I thought about it like, okay, I need to get in by nine and take a short lunch and I can leave at five. That's just how I thought about my job at the time, uh, which is not a smart way to think about it. My first review halfway through the summer program, I couldn't believe how harsh it was. It was in a dark panel room where I could hardly see anybody's faces. And it almost was like a movie set about a sinister law firm. And everyone was very unhappy with me. And it just did not go well. I thought that my life was over. Every little thing that I'd done that looked wrong was criticized. No one talked about the things I did well. Everyone basically gave me a very bad review, and I didn't know what was going on. And I also asked all the summer associates how their reviews were. And there it wasn't a huge class because it was a recession. It was maybe like 15 or 20 people. And with only one exception, all the other reviews were bad. People were like, I don't know what the frick happened. This is crazy. And but these were people from great law schools that had been done well. And and the only exception was a woman from my law school whose sister was an attorney at a big firm and doing very well. And her sister had said, the only thing this law firm is going to care about is you working as many hours as you possibly can. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for people that will show up and bill a lot of hours. And she received a very good review because during her first five weeks of the summer, she worked very hard and really dedicated herself to the job. And so I started doing the exact same thing. I started billing 70 hours a week for the next five weeks, showing up on weekends, and, and there was nothing really that much different about the quality of my work. It wasn't great, but it was incredible when what it was later, but I just did more work. And at the end of the summer, the woman and I were the only people that received offers. Other people continued not billing a ton of hours, doing stupid things like working till Six thirty, and then taking a company car home instead of working till eleven thirty and doing that. She and I were the only ones to receive offers uh, because we were giving so much to the firm, and so that's I realized that the firms all they cared about, and honestly, that was what the review was about. The review basically wasn't telling me that I needed to do better work; it was finding fault with the work that I had done because I hadn't built enough hours. and And this is one of the things that happens in law firms: people with lots of hours often do not get poor reviews it's just how it works and and but another thing to understand and this is very very important is almost all junior associates inside of law firms are reviewed quite critically until they're sometimes their second year sometimes their third year sometimes until rarely until their fourth year but definitely usually their first review is going to be bad their second review is going to be maybe a little better. The third review might be a little better, but um, they can be very scary. And what the law firm's doing is the law firm is trying to make you into an attorney and is trying to show you what you need to do and how to raise the bar. And when you get to be a third or fourth year at some places and in in through maybe your seventh or eight year, the law firms are going to give you decent if not stellar reviews. I couldn't believe some of the reviews that I see for mid-level associates. When you're a mid-level associate, by the way, you are profitable. The reason you're profitable, just so you understand, is because they don't need to write off a lot of your time. They can give you most things to do and you can do them. You don't charge as much as senior associates, so your billing rate isn't really an issue and you save the clients a lot of money. and, And so it makes the partners look good to give you the work to do because their client's are saving a lot of money compared to what a senior associate would charge. And you don't need a lot of oversight, you're not making mistakes like, like a junior associate would. So if you're a third or fourth year associate, this is even the fifth, that's when you're gonna start getting better reviews, just what you understand. You take all the feedback, it's very hard as, as a junior associate, and then and then you take that feedback and improve. And then as you get more senior, you'll be told cryptic things, like you're on the right track or everything looks good. And and you don't know. And if the work slows down, you may just be asked to leave. So it's just how it works. And So or the firm uh, won't be nice to you because what happens when you get senior is your billing rates start getting similar to what the partners are. All clients want to have the partner do the work. And so that's a problem, especially when the billing rates are similar. All clients, uh, all partners make more money when they do the work themselves as opposed to having others do it. And then some times this is another one people think oh i'm going to be happier in a boutique and this is a fantasy of attorneys from large firms transferring to a boutique and being happy they believe that the pressures of a large firm are suddenly going to disappear and they're going to be happier if they're in a boutique firm this is just something that a lot of them believe and the idea is that there'll be fewer hours the attorneys will be nicer to each other and life will be much better and that often sometimes is the case but there's a problem with this logic and this is something that all law, all people that go to boutiques almost always eventually understand. All law firms are businesses trying to make money. Any firm that's a boutique that's owned by a few individuals wants to, or three or four whatever the number of partners wants to make more money. Of course they do. You would too if you owned if you were part of a firm like that. So everybody wants to make more money and they're not making as much money now as a boutique, but that doesn't mean that they don't want to. All businesses, their objective is to grow. Firms big and small want to build a lot of hours and have people there working as hard as possible. Everybody does. This is just how it works. So regardless of the practice area, work can be very busy inside of law firms. And when it gets busy, you're gonna be expected to work hard. Law firms love it when they get a lot of work to do. And that's just how it works. Uh, They want, if they get a big case, they get a big transaction, Uh, There's no reason that they're going to say, hey, we're a boutique. Uh, We're not going to work hard on this. They're going to be very excited. The boutique might become uh, a mid-sized firm. This is what happens uh, to boutiques. And the idea of a boutique is that you're going to have less support. So if you're trading a big firm for a smaller one, you're going to have to do a lot more things that you might not have to do in a large law firm, meaning secretarial work, paralegal work. If you're a mid-level senior associate, work that a junior associate would do. So this fantasy of a boutique really is is tough. And the thing with a boutique is if things go bad in a boutique, they go really bad. Meaning if the firm loses business, they have to immediately let people go because they don't have a lot of other business. If someone doesn't like you, and if one of the three partners doesn't like you, then you're in trouble. If, uh, If a group of partners with a lot of business leaves, or the firm loses a lot of big uh, one big clients things go really bad I've seen entire law firms by the way of 25 attorneys shut down but they lost a client they just they're off the map literally just gone overnight this it's important to understand smaller firms are often very dangerous and so leaving a firm to go to a boutique is not a is not always um, a good a good um, thing and then the other thing that happens if the boutique is successful, meaning it's doing well and it's doing work for good clients and it's generating, it's in a niche, then it's almost always going to get absorbed by a larger firm. It just almost always happens. There used to be, in the United States, when I started in this position 25 years ago, most of the patent prosecution stuff was done by boutique firms or just firms that maybe are a little bigger than boutiques doing patent work. Law firms realized that this could be profitable work and basically went around and over the course of 10 to 15 years, absorbed every single one of them. And then when it absorbed them, it didn't know how to work a patent attorney. So the point is that these smaller law firms are often very dangerous. They often, if they're doing well, they're almost always merged into larger law firms. And where does that put you? You're back to a larger law firm. And again, if you may upset someone in a smaller firm, you're in trouble. If you're a larger law firm, If you upset a partner, you could just avoid the partner and work for another one. Uh, But in a smaller law firm, this just never happened. Smaller law firms are better for a lot of people if you are comfortable with the people there. But your career can end much more quickly in a smaller law firm than a larger one.
0: That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.